In the United States, Christmas serves as a nexus for several key components of the societal structures and cultural practices that underpin the lives of Americans. The pseudo-Christian religious iconography and messaging, the proliferation of advertisements and rampant consumerism, as well as the abstracted means of celebration via media consumption, all add up to create an experience that epitomizes what it means to be a subject in late capitalist life. And yet, another kernel remains. Despite the, the depreciation and abstraction, every year there is still a tinge of excitement and joy in the air that is undeniable. Why do we celebrate holidays? What is it about winter that brings us together? How, how, have the, how has the holiday changed throughout time? Today in the community garden, we're tossing a Yule log on the fire as we discuss Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas and the nature of the holidays. What's your name? What up? My name is Alex. What's your name? My name is Nate. What's your name? Uh, legally? <laughs> nah, it's What's your government nah. name? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's Dom. So what's happening, baby? Welcome to Community Garden, my peoples. Yes, welcome to the Community Garden podcast. All my gardeners out there. All the, yeah, all the gardeners out there listening. And uh, today is the Christmas episode. Um, it's going to be pretty laid back. Yesterday we watched Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, which I had never seen somehow. It came out in 1999. It came out when I was seven. You had a dream about it. I did. I had It's about your dream. Okay, so yeah. So so before we dive into the movie, I had a dream last night. I had like a Groundhog's Day dream where I woke up and it was the beginning of the year again. And I was back at the job that I had quit. And... It was like this awful time loop moment where I was like, I have to live 2020 all over again. And then when I woke up, I honestly had this moment of like, we did it. <laughs> it's December. Like we we made it out. Like that, it being January again was like freaking me out. I don't know, but you know what's going on. Um, yeah, we watched Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Uh, Chris, you had the idea for the episode, but just to watch some Christmas movies and talk about Christmas. I yeah, I instantly man. was like, yeah. I figured, you know, it would be up our alley. Like, you know, we can talk about what Christmas was in our lives or whatever growing up and then, like, maybe what we look at it now as an adult and stuff. And then also, like, that was one of my Christmas movies as a kid. Like I said, like, I, I liked uh, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas because it's just, like... I was a child, and I fucked with it, and I fucked with it even from growing up after childhood and just being like, yep, this is just my little tradition now. I'm going to watch this every Christmas season. And I wanted to share it with y'all, so, because I was like, yeah, well, my, my guys will have something to say about it if we do a, if we, I figured a Christmas episode was appropriate, so I was just like, if yes. we do a Christmas episode, we could just, like, sneak a movie in, especially since this one's short and just, like, pretty surface level you know what i'm saying like we can get into the deeper stuff later but it's what's, pretty surface level as far as the movie goes what is christmas without christmas movies right i mean Facts. especially Facts. in 2020 but okay so real quick i have an icebreaker which is yeah. perfect but it's uh your a, a good christmas memory this can be like wholesome or funny uh, or whatever but i i know i got mine like the, i can't remember what christmas it was this probably would have been in like 2007 or 2008 but like the but like the my my brothers and I the gift we got it was like a joint gift and my parents got us rock band and I was super hyped to play it you know and my brother thought he would play a prank on my mom and when the guitars you had to like kind of assemble which was unlike a guitar hero guitar but he walked into the kitchen with it and he was like mom it's messed up and like showed her the half assembled guitar and she instantly was like instantly the like Christmas veil was pulled away and you could see like the pure stress of a parent trying to like make Christmas special for their kid and she was like no there's no way like instantly was and then he instantly flipped and was like no 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 I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I'm just kidding and she dropped a hard don't fuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so dead. Because I was I was probably like four, I was probably like 13 or 14 and she just was like, don't fuck with me. <laughs> I 
I know. That's what I'm saying. It was just like, she was just like, it's Christmas. <laughs> Do not fuck with me. We're having a good day. Like, I don't know. It was, Man. it was great. And it's, it's great too. Cause it was like, I don't know. And to me, that when I tried to think of a good Christmas memory, that came to mind. I don't know why, but... Boy, you don't share your bad side. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, no, you do not want to fuck with her. <laughs> what do you say, dog? Oh, man, what about you, Alex? I remember we lived in the townhome apartments, or the Olive apart- Townhomes on Swift, and... I watched The Grinch with my dad, but it was really late at night, and he was up because he's an insomniac, and we just laid downstairs, and I, like, fell asleep, kind of, and that was just a really warm moment, and I had my dad. Okay. That's a good, wholesome moment. Yeah, hell yeah, hella wholesome. Hella Christmas vibes. Um... Christmas. Uh, probably the most memorable thing for me right now is we have like home video of this, so that's probably why it's like so clear. I was like six, seven, or something like that. Yeah, we lived in townhomes in Boston, and uh, I don't know. It's not a specific memory. It's just kind of the day. Like it was just a good Christmas day. Like. Uh, uh, my mom and, and uh, my little brother's dad had like saved up, you know, had like a coin, a Christmas coin jar type de- type deal where they put out a whole bunch of money they were saving up, uh, and they had saved up a bunch of money. We had hella presents that year. We all came down and like the decorations was all nice and it was like it felt very Christmas that year. You know what I'm saying? It's like so, pure Christmas yeah, essence. It was like I was super. I was a child. Like, super, you know what I'm saying, just super innocent type shit. As innocent as I could be back then, at least. And then, like, the the vibe was right, you know what I'm saying? The lights was on, the smell of peppermint and pine and shit is in the air or whatever. And we're playing, like, Michael Jackson records, and it's, like, 8, 9 in the morning. It's, like, nice and, uh, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like, that nice winter gray out. Where it's like, it's gloomy out, but like, not the gloomy that you're upset about. Like, it's like a winter, you know, it's a winter day and you're just like, I have I, I have hot cocoa. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just remembered like, you know, like looking at big present, like looking at what was the largest present, seeing what my, that had my name on it. Like slapping the ones that had my name on them and like making like, like just out of excitement, just being like... Oh, this one's mine. You know, what I'm I can't wait to open this. And then, like, making like, and I would just be like rapping. I would still back then. I was just like, I would just like rap, like, like, or like sing like a song, like a fuck, just like freestyle a song mm-hmm. about my excitement, <laughs> literally. So like, awesome. I remember doing that that one Christmas, and that's on tape too. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I, I I thought about that when I was driving and I was looking at lights the other day. That like kind of like winter gray, I think is why. Christmas lights look so good because they like explode off of that kind of like dreary gray backdrop. I don't know. That was like a color theory moment. I had <laughs> <laughs> looking at Christmas lights. Yeah, that's probably um, my favorite. Okay, we'll do. Um, so yeah, like I said, we watched Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. We're gonna talk about it the whole time, but I just wanted to kind of go through it. So. It's broken into three parts, so I figured we'd just kind of like talk about each, each mm-hmm. part overall. But the first part, it opens up with the Huey, Dewey, and Louie. I don't is that the correct order to list them in? I believe so. Yeah, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Uh, Christmas where they wish for it to be Christmas every day. That's why I mentioned Groundhog's Day when I was talking about uh, my dream because the plot of that of that one is like they wish for it to be Christmas every day, and the day keeps repeating. And it's not just that it's Christmas every day. It's that Christmas. Yeah, it's the same every Christmas day. every yeah. day. Um, but pretty much, you know, they get exactly what they wish for. They end up feeling kind of trapped. And then there's some conflict. And then it gets resolved where I feel like, I think I said it when we were watching it, but it's like they do get one extra Christmas. Because at the yeah. end they have a day where they 
really but, get to like enjoy it again. Yeah, purposely have like a perfect Christmas. Yes. Like, yeah, and I mean the whole part that of was it. The point. Well, you know, there's a card that uh um that they they got sleds from their uncle Donald, you know, and uh, there was a card that he wrote on it, and they never checked it. All of the days, all of the <laughs> Christmas days that they that they got, they kept not reading the card. They just would grab the sleds and leave and just start playing. And I don't sled. remember exactly word for word what the card said. <laughs> Get that sled <laughs> and leave. Oh, that was a different one. But uh, eventually, I think of the the one, the night before the last Christmas they have, yeah, they read it, and it says something, I don't remember exactly what it says, but something to the effect about, like, Christmas isn't about the gifts that we give or the lights on the glow, it's about the, uh, the hearts that we touch and the care that we show or something like that. Yes. Which, you know, so, like, you think about it and you'd be like, Christmas, a lot of the times when you're an adult, doesn't feel like that's what it's about. You're just like, this is a capitalist fucking lie. Yes. <laughs> but, I think I think the good thing about holidays, generally speaking, to like, just reference the film and just use it to, as a springboard, the good thing about holidays is the ideas of them, the initial ideas yes. of them beyond what they've become or what, you know what I'm saying? It's like, Thanksgiving's a great fucking holiday as like, ideologically it's not yeah. it's not like we think we can go ahead and go into the history and all that and it's like yeah, it's yeah from a world historical perspective yeah, it's, it's like, some bullshit no. but but the thing is like making a day where we dedicate the day to gratitude is an and, amazing idea and you spend it by cooking together yeah like it's an amazing, it's big, an amazing yeah. idea yeah same, like same, it, thing, same thing with christmas same thing i mean christmas is different because it has like you know religious and non-religious backings or whatever of their like but at the same time like the ideas even brought upon by those are cool you know Mm -hmm. it's like all right this whole idea of like you know uh 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 doing more for the less fortunate which would I'll, I'll wait on that one because that kind of brings us well, to the next one. That, like, we were talking about one day, it was just cold as shit outside. We were talking about yeah. just, like, how the cold affects you on this, like, mental level <laughs> where it just, like, cuts through you. Yeah. And I think, and, and we'll talk about this more later, I think, but just, like, I think part of what has made Christmas so intertwined with this idea of, like, selflessness and giving is almost like in the dead of winter you need a nice reminder boy <laughs> to be like kind of caring to people because you are just like you just want to fucking stay in and you just <laughs> you're cold and, you, you kind of want to isolate yeah in exactly it's like yo it feels or, good or be, like to the opposite right though or the opposite from an instinctual standpoint if we was a tribe and we were just literally out you want to be a, dealing with, with everybody. Yeah, you yes. want to be closer. We love yeah, because I'm interested in that because, like, it's not necessarily a hot take to just, like, point out, like, yeah, you know, like, Christmas being in December is, like, ahistorical of Christmas if you're thinking of in terms of Christ's birth because it's, like, there wouldn't be shepherds. He was yeah. born in the spring. Yeah, there wouldn't yeah, be shepherds in out in fields in December, etc. Yeah. So it's, like, I but I do think it we are continuing a cultural practice of having a important celebration on the winter solstice, i.e. having a moment where we come together and celebrate when it is dark and cold and people are tired. Like it's, especially for us, it's the end of the year. Well, I think it's interesting. Like now that you say that, what we celebrate when, because of the idea of Thanksgiving and Christmas both kind of being about like they kind of seem like reflective holidays mm-hmm. and and that makes sense to me at the end of a year you know yes. what I'm saying they come at the end of a year but then Absolutely. it's like like Easter as religious as that is it's also just supposed to represent like new life which is yeah, like what it's the time still of lines the year up with the vernal equinox exactly, yeah, exactly. exactly so like I think that's interesting like yeah Thanksgiving Christmas it's like these are reflecting holidays kind of to be like reflecting in like a 
sowing new seeds like this is what will come in the next coming spring like if thanksgiving is like reflection on like the things to be grateful for over the year that has just passed and it's like christmas is like lining up new seeds for Mm -hmm. spring because it's like that's how i think of like the selflessness and the giving it's like almost like planting new seeds it's like community community garden garden. yes Um, okay, so the second third of Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas is the Goofy and Max uh, part, which, first that of all, my favorite, shout though. out Goofy, top tier dad. We talked about it while we were watching it. Goofy. Man, I got to the best character. Yeah, I might have to ask y'all that first. What, 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 oh. what one do y'all think was y'all? First? Actually, I'll ask y'all at the end. We can do that. Uh, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do it. That's, but, but Goofy... And, and I said it when we were watching it, but he was really on top at this point because it was like Goofy movie. He was in this. Yep. Yeah, Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts. Hearts after that. Like, Goofy <laughs> was really riding his fame at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Goofy is very useful in Kingdom Hearts. He's way better than Donald. Yeah, we we talked about it in depth. We still love you on Our Donald. listeners who saying, know. Like, that look, nigga put in work, though. Look, Donald, Donald, I just need you to cure me. Sure. And in the cinematic moments... You'll look back and find that Goofy does more. You'll see. I think in Kingdom Hearts three, Donald. <laughs> Hart, nah, legit. In, in this Kingdom is Hearts a Goofy apologist podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Donald has like a moment, one moment where we're like, "Damn, you hard for that, bro. You hard. That's clutch." But Goofy. He's consistent, mm-hmm. way more consistent. And Donald is complaining the whole yeah, thing. Donald is kind of a dick. Donald is it's complaining dick. a lot. We ain't gonna cap. And he does want to like ditch certain shit when we're like, nigga, come on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but the the goof Goofy and Max uh, special summed up really quick is like, um, Goofy still believes in Santa. That's sort of like the central piece of it, but. Um, Hopefully I'm remembering this right, but like um, Max is accidentally exposed to the Goofy dressed up as Santa. Oh, okay, yeah. And realizes that oh, Santa might have. Spoiler alert for the listeners out there: Santa might not be real. And Goofy is upset by this because he also believes in Santa. He just is like, oh, but Santa, Santa's just not here, so yeah. I've got to dress up as him because he, you know, he's too busy. I gotta hold it down for Santa. Also, he's like, I'm a helper. I'm I'm one of Santa's helpers. I'm helping right now. Also, Pete the neighbor, prior to Max seeing that Santa wasn't, or seeing that Santa was his dad at the time. Yeah, yeah, he sows the seeds of doubt. He already, he already is like, yo, Santa isn't real. Someone already told him that. Yeah, he's like, he like gives him all the practical reasons as to why it couldn't be. But Goofy ends up staying up all night. Or for, is, it, for is it even over the course of multiple days? No, no, no. no it's, it's just one night. night. It's just one night. It's Christmas yeah. Eve. It's, it's Christmas. Okay. It felt he like some days. He stays yeah. up all <laughs> night waiting for Santa, and you know he never comes. But Max ends up dressing up as Santa to surprise him. And then the same thing happens, but the script is flipped. Yes. And Max is Santa Claus, and Goofy has his heart broken, which is way worse than Max having his heart broken because we were kind of we were ready well, for that one well well that's, that's, that's I wasn't ready for Goofy to believe that Santa was still real because first he first he has his heart broken then Max uh, uh, dresses up as Santa what he tried, he's that's right yes that happy. yeah to tell you, and, then, and then he's like ah I love you I might have let you down, but you ain't let me down. Mm-hmm. Type shit, and then real Santa comes. In the midst, in yes. the midst of all of this, Goofy is doing things for other people, such as like cooking dinner for a less fortunate family. Yeah. Yes, and, 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 and feed, it all yeah, and feeding them, being Santa's Getting little helper by being you know Santa. Yes, but yeah, it ends with the real Santa coming and. Bringing them presents and everything. And uh, Max uh, 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 follows in his dad's footsteps and goes to share his present with the less fortunate neighbors. Yes. Which, when we were... And that is a great... 
that that's one a great message it's Christmas. really good that's and really good. wholesome that one is yeah. like super wholesome um when we were watching it i think i said something like <laughs> there, uh how it explains uh I was like psychoanalyzing Max because he has, he has <laughs> oh, a yeah. yeah he has a fight he has a fight with Goofy and he's like a sitting goofy. on the couch pouting. I was like, oh, so this is why he moves away for college <laughs> in an extremely Goofy movie. Uh, but in general, it is interesting how he like and it does play off the idea that like he internalizes the behavior of his dad and then like mm-hmm. in in turn does the same thing to him like his like the observed behavior, um, but. Okay, so I wrote one little question about this that I thought would be interesting to talk about for this segment, which is, like, how do you feel about the fact that we lie to kids about Santa and, like, is it ever weird? Like, I've seen some people go through, like, really elaborate lengths to, like, really have their children believe Santa is real. I think think it's fucked up to a degree. Is it's because like when I found out Santa wasn't real, I think I already had like doubts. I had older siblings, so by the time I was like six or some shit, I was like, ah. well, look, I found but- I, I found the wrapping pre- the the wrapping paper. Like oh. Santa had a specific wrapping paper that didn't have our names on it, but somehow our parents knew. Like, yo, Daniel, this is your gift, and then there was like, yo, Alex, that was uh, yours because hmm. Santa told me. And then it was like one day I was like, damn, this the Santa wrapping paper from last year. (laughs) And I was like, hey, I was like, all right, I'm I'll kind of figure y'all already got this shit anyways. Well, I remember being in like elementary school or so maybe it was almost like middle school. But I had a friend who when he was like 10, still really believed in Santa. Now he had a younger sister, and I feel like that's why the parents were still like pushing it, but I was I think around, like, 10 or 11, I was like... Yo, bro. Damn, like, you haven't even thought about the logistics? Or <laughs> like, or anything? You haven't like, thought about what Pete said? Like, you haven't thought about... He said, there's... He said, you know there are two and a half billion children? <laughs> like, bro, you know the global population. This, this is not quiet. And I'm gonna be real with y'all. Like, some people don't get Christmas gifts. And then some That's people... True. Some people don't celebrate Christmas. This is also true. So... Mm-hmm. It, it that part of it is a very cultural thing. Yeah. yeah, but to me that's where it's like I don't know if it's like bad. It's just kind of like a it's a story for it's like for it's for a time. Like if you're trying, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's not like you're trying to like gaslight your kid into being like sent you're not going to tell your kid when they're 27 like sent unless you believe it yourself. Like sand is real. These these presents came from Santa. Like yes. it's just a story for that time, and it's cool. It's like it gets your imagination sparked for mm-hmm. a little bit as a kid. You know what I'm saying? Thinking about the possibility of some shit. You know what I'm saying? It's you you grow up a little bit. You find out like oh that wasn't real. It's was just a story. But it's like what's the difference between watching a movie when you're three years old that you don't know is not real or it's not true. and your dead parents just telling you a story that you are unaware of whether or not it's real kids like, in general have bad. this it's like super like, fluid yeah. understanding of reality and like their imagination weaves in and out yeah, I mean, like, like really the, the lion king was real to me when i was five like <laughs> yes. four or five I'm it's like, still real was, <laughs> right what are exactly. you talking about <laughs> exactly exactly you see what i'm saying that's what i'm saying that, like i don't think it's bad that we tell kids about Santa Claus. It's just, you know what I'm saying? For, it only get bad unless you start telling them bad for, things about Santa Claus. For Tom's sake, mm-hmm. let's, let, I want to preface this and say that before we even, it would take so long for us to come up with the question, I feel like, the, like what we're actually asking, what is the problem? To, to actually figure out what the problem is with that morally, or you know, I think it's cool. It, it would take it would take a long. <laughs> it time. hits a weird space. Like I saw, and this is also like it's white people shit too. Cause like I saw some video, and it was like this family going through like elaborate lengths to have their children really believe in Santa, and it was like, and their kids, <laughs> and their kids were like, like. 
<laughs> like ten. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like it's not like they're five or like you know my you niece. You can is, tell them, bro. It's my fine. niece is five and she's smart as shit. She knows that there's no you know that there's zero G in space and stuff like that. But she still believes in Santa. Yeah. It's like their two worldviews are completely conflicting because there's this like fantastical imaginative world of like her like kind of like childhood purity and then like what she knows empirically and it's just like. Yeah, Santa must just be able to fa- travel faster than the speed of light. That's the answer. Right. You know, like, <laughs> she yeah. tries to, like, logic it that's out. What I, that's what I thought. And that's cool. I'm not going to lie. I thought Santa was, like, some sort of daddy. Like <laughs> That's where I think it's weirder. If, if we do put it in an empirical context and all of these things are true, Santa is Goku. <laughs> yeah, on the Nimbus. No, yeah. I mean, he doesn't need a Nimbus because he has instant transportation. This is also true. So, he ain't sliding down the chimney. He just really just like... I'm just saying, even if he was going from chimney to chimney, instant transmission, it's still impossible. In in one night. In one night. But if there were... But there are time zones and shit's different, so he's... That's true. People don't talk about that. That's true. He really... And... And taking into account that certain people don't celebrate Christmas. So, like, that's why y'all not getting gifts, because y'all don't celebrate Christmas. <laughs> See? Nah, that's dark. That's <laughs> fucked up. That's fucked up. That's no, 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 no. That's not fucked up. That makes no, sense. No, 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 Why would I go to in the house no, that it, I'm not invited? Yeah, in Futurama. I'm like, that's into it. Y'all on, niggas, on. every other nigga who believes in me is expecting me on December 24th. Every other nigga who does not expect me, I'm fucking no. breaking the interim. Why I would agree. I, why would I catch that case if I was Santa? In that's, Futurama, they have... Why would I catch that case if I was Santa? They have a robotic Santa that delivers presents, but they also have... A robotic Kwanzaa. Uh, he's Kwanzaa bot. That's his name. He delivers Kwanzaa. presents to people who celebrate Kwanzaa. Oh, and then God. there is the Hanukkah zombie, <laughs> who is there for what shit. Is that? <laughs> right. It's, this is in Futurama, but it's like uh, you've got different people in charge of different shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it's you know the, right, multi, the multiculturalism is embraced. That's fair. Because yes, because yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. if you're Santa Claus, why why would you give presents to somebody who's like not even vaguely even like. I'm bored with that. They're like, no, I'm getting presents for someone else. What exactly. show is Santa Claus evil in? If you drama. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's and, what I yeah, thought. Yeah, and, and, I thought. and in American Dad, I'm pretty sure. There are some real... Well, we should watch some of those after we record this. There's some really <laughs> fucking good American Dad Christmas specials. Um, there's there's one in particular where, like, <laughs> the apocalypse happens. Or something. It's, we'll, it's, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> Which we're talking about. Part three of Once Upon a Christmas <laughs> is essentially Gift of the Magi. It's Mickey and Minnie, and they're getting gifts for each other. And I mean, pretty much totally flat. Look, Maybe give a better yeah. synopsis, more floor synopsis. Okay, so the basic synopsis is like this, right? So, so my, cheesy to me. My Sorry. Boy, it, I mean, it is cheesy. It's a cheesy, like, romance thing that, like, kids will understand and, like, mm-hmm. but, like, so basic synopsis is Minnie and Mickey are obviously in a relationship as they have been for, like, centuries now. <laughs> Still not married. Um, just playing, we don't judge. But, they uh stringing her along. Right. <laughs> so they're they're uh they're not very broke. wealthy at all. Yeah, they're pretty broke. Um but Mickey has like uh like a I believe like a twenty four karat gold harmonica that he plays mm-hmm. and then uh she has a, a like a twenty four karat gold watch, the heart shaped watch that she has. And both of them have a plan to get each other like an accompanying accessory accessory for that item he wants to get her gold chain she wants to get him a a nice like i think gold plated wood case for Mm -hmm. his harmonica and uh the whole day they're just trying to do it i think you you see it more from mickey's perspective mostly you see like that from uh Minnie's perspective she wants to get it and she's expecting her holiday bonus from her job to like get that for her she doesn't get like the bonus she was expecting she gets it in a different form. And then... Anti-capitalist. Right. And then Mickey is just like... he got. He's hoping to, you know, work it, work that day and get tips that day that mm-hmm. are going to cover it. He does. Hey, look, some shit goes wrong. What do you call that? It. I'm sorry. What do we call that? It was like... Something. Hope. Damn. 
it, while we were watching the movie, we came up with a term, and I hate that it's taking so long for me to. What was it? Because I cut you off. I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Something about hope. Cause look, if you thinking you about to buy your whole family or or the one you love like a gift off a of, oh, we say something about faith too. Yeah, we said something. Look, that's that's a different kind of faith type shit. Yeah, we were saying Nicky, some of y'all gonna he do it. Is like not. sort of the exemplar of like hope. Cause yeah. like they're even you, you called him Sora, but it's like he. That's why he sort like one of Sora's like masters. It was just like he's like, like we said he's Goku and Donald's Vegeta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fact, fact, attitude wise, completely. Because Mickey's just like I'm not gonna if there's a if there's a sliver of hope left, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go for it. So he'll just go for it. So like yeah, Mickey go, tries his whole day. You know, like he he gets the tips that he needs but then some other bullshit goes wrong he has to figure out another way mm-hmm. and ends up how it goes is each of them since they couldn't get the gifts that they wanted for uh, each other the normal way they trade what they trade the most valuable thing that they own to each other or to themselves to uh, get gifts for each other and what ends up so yeah, that's basically what it is though. So like, she gives up her chain or her watch, and he gives up his harmonica, so they can each get the accompanying accessory. Mm-hmm. And then when they open it on Christmas, they're like, "Oh damn!" And they realize what a wonderful present it is to like see how much somebody just cares for you. Kind of like they both saw that they they both were like, "Man, you said sa- it's kind of the the gift of sacrifice, I guess." You, yeah, you know, because they like showed they're like, "Oh dang, you just sacrificed." Something that you said means the most to you or means the world to you for me. So it was that, you know, and then they, they yeah, that's the story. Mm-hmm. So, well, uh, and this kind of overlaps with, like, the the problem with Christmas being a, a capitalist, you know, creation. That is what I wrote down for this. So um, go on. <laughs> no, no, well, I'm, I'm going to speak from a personal perspective. So, like... There were bills that needed to be paid, right? Mm-hmm. For Mickey and Minnie. And I'm Best. assuming them shits did not get paid because they they spent extra or or maybe they did. And they had to like really sacrifice to get that their loved one a mm-hmm. gift. Like that's where I'm at with Christmas right now. Cause like I just can't afford to buy y'all nothing. Like I wanna no, buy y'all something. I'm, I'm, no, not, I'm not obligated to do it, but like I can't afford to Buy, buy I, I want to buy you. Oh, yeah. I, of yeah, course, I, I want to buy you a, a Nintendo Switch. Like right, obviously, I want to exactly do that, bro. Right. Like if I had the money, I would be like, "Let's go well, right, right now!" Me. <laughs> like exactly. Like I have to have that. You want to provide for people who've provided for you. You want to provide. Mm-hmm. You want to. You want to. You want to put a smile on on niggas' face who make you feel good. It's like, bro, you're my friend. You're my family. You're my brother. I mm-hmm. want to supply for you all the joy and happiness that I feel like you give me every day that I'm so appreciative of. That's like part of the Christmas thing too. You know, in, in ideologically, not and in I, practice necessarily. I, I almost feel like this sort of like, this might get a little out there, but I almost feel like this sort of like magic happens where you can take what you have materially. And this is like, obviously money is important, but it's like, it's so hard to get joy from your own money like buying yourself something uh-huh. but you transmute it into joy by oh doing it for someone else like it is because almost the this intention behind it yeah because and that transcends the material when you yeah. do that like instead it enters the realm of ideological where you're like yep. okay well i'm doing this for someone else i mean it's just like and people can be cynical and say like oh you know you're you know you do it to make yourself feel good because you did, but it's like at the end of the day, I'm worsening my material condition in order to, you know what I mean? Like, in that that gesture yeah. is just sort of like, it and especially when people argue that material is all that there is because it's like, but I, but even if you argue that, like, but even from a materialist I feel, perspective, you're saying it's, I feel good, but like, I don't feel good like materially, like physically. Well, yeah, it's like, like from a materialist like, perspective, it's like okay, well, what you just did is like entirely against your own self-interest. So it's like so then there's got to be a missing piece. Exactly. Like, well, I look at it like my my gift from giving is that feeling. Absolutely, if, and and that's what anything I do, even if it's just like 
smoking with y'all or like cooking for y'all for a while. Y'all mm-hmm. come over, I'll cook or something. The veggie burger. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh that was Juan. Juan. Yeah, but like, that's, re- that's really what that means. And it ain't nothing wrong with that. Like, if you give some money to no. a homeless person, that you should feel good for that. Because you know what? That homeless person might go buy crack with your dollar. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing, nothing in the world is perfect. So, like, if you could steal joy from a moment of doing something in the spirit of kindness, do it. You know? But if you, like, out for capital gain and you, like, all right, we could write our taxes off by giving away these expired sandwiches. And, and that is when I'm like, man, I, on some like fundamental level, I, my brain is just not working the same way as some of these people. Because that is how, so, like, even the act of gift giving or charity for some people gets businessified. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, we can do this and it can be a tax write-off and then, like, it, yep. like, I, I was, it's like a little bit of a digression, but, I, this is like a new thing to look for, but I was reading about how a lot of the time people donate money like billionaires or something. You'll notice they give a small amount of money to a shit ton of charities. And in my opinion, that's like inefficient as fuck, but they do that because that is like the has the most tax benefit. Yeah. And I've started once I learned that I started paying attention to how often you notice that because it'll be like, oh, so and so donated money to these like. 10,000 different organizations. And it's like, now how about you give one entity a billion dollars? Because they can actually do something with that. They can actually build new buildings with that. They can act. Exactly. But it's like when you're just giving a bunch of these different organizations $10,000 or something, it's like, well, a lot of these smaller nonprofits are, that's just going to pay for personnel and shit. It's It's, like it ends up going nowhere. Well, it's just, it's, it's kind of the same way with medicine. And I don't really, I'm not going to say I'm an expert in medicine or anything like that. But if you, why give the cure when you profit off the Oh, yeah, absolutely. It is a very similar mentality. And you get all the added bonus of seeming generous, like that sort of like liberal communist trope of like, oh, I may be rich, but I really, you know, give it away. And it's like, all right, unless if I'm really seeing some like, large structural change come from this redistribution and there are some people who do that which I will at least give them the credit I will you know it's like unless if you are building schools building a school district (laughs) with that money because you're talking about an astronomical amount of money like actually enough money to build a school district or some shit it's like unless if you're doing that I don't know like I don't really care um but yeah, like I said, that was a little bit of a digression. But okay, so which one was your favorite? Uh, Goofies. Goofies. I kind of go with Goofy because I just love Goofy. Yeah, and it was just like, it, if you haven't seen Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas and you consider yourself a Goofy movie fan such as myself, this is a must. I felt like I was getting a little bit, it was almost like a prequel or something because Max is like a much younger. But it really felt like, okay, this is the Hobbit or <laughs> something like this is the prequel to the Goofy movie and then uh, an extremely Goofy movie is, you know, is the part three. Um, but yeah, I felt like it was really good. And it was more unique, I guess, like, because the, the Mickey Minnie one was essentially just Gift of the Magi, not knocking it. But like this one, I don't think I had ever seen something with the same plot necessary like the exact same plot necessarily as the one. plot twist is in my opinion is really when you see that goofy believes that Santa's he real. really actually believes santa so it's like he's not tricking his son exactly. so much as like <laughs> trying to teach him what he feel christmas is about convert him to the christmas religion yeah and <laughs> the cult of christmas the cult of christmas the cult of saint nick yeah because it's very specific to like christmas it's not even like christian or nothing he's yeah like, also christmas max, max <laughs> is a, a bad kid 
<laughs> you said just straight up bad. I say even so. Max, Max was Stevens. at the less less fortunate house looking on the candy canes, That's and then he put it back. <laughs> he, he put it back. Depends how old he is in that. He ran, and he's like ten. He like ran. Okay, through, yeah. He he, he, skate, well, he had, might be struggling a little bit. Went, went through the went through the whole mall on his bike, and hey, that shit was fire though. Mm-hmm. See, that's the, that shit I could kind of like. He relatable though. That's gnarly to me, but like looking at Max candy is candy, gnarly. He was in the X Games. Yeah, <laughs> that's nasty though. And especially in this context, like of what's what's happening on this year, looking at Candy Candy's like, bro. I totally agree. That what was it in, in the first bit with Huey, Dewey, and Louie? Their their aunt comes in and gives them like super wet kisses, and you were like, they got COVID now. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it. it's still weird seeing footage of people just like embrace in like a large group or something. I'm like, oh, you're what's happening? The germs? You're doing the bad thing. You're not. <laughs> You know, socially distancing. Ooh, that's a whole another podcast. It is, yeah. No, I've thought about that. How I'm gonna be like mentally programmed to be adverse to like touch from this. I've got to fight in, that. In my we got to all fight that. In my opinion, everyone's gross. Yeah, like all of you guys are gross. Not you guys, because you guys are my friends. But anyone like, I don't know is gross. Yeah. <laughs> and and listening, you're gross. Just fucking disgusting, dirty. You've associated, yeah. Dirty. yeah no. Uh, I get it. Well, that that'll be a whole different episode. That'll be a our very uh, optimistic like now that COVID is over <laughs> episode. Whenever we decide to do that in twenty twenty one, hopefully whenever COVID decides. To <laughs> yeah. <do that. laughs> um, okay. I just have a few questions. I wrote just kind of like open up some discussion about the holidays and stuff, but. Um, Let's see. I said, uh, why do we celebrate the winter solstice? And that's in air quotes, broadly speaking. And why do you think it has permeated so many cultures as a reason to celebrate? I don't really know what the winter solstice is. It's just, oh man, isn't it like when, uh, it's when we're the, it's, well, it's the shortest day of the year, sunlight wise. And it's, I think, when the Earth is the furthest from the sun. Well, then what, what is 12, 21, 20 stands for? Yeah, that, yeah. That's what, that was the winter solstice? Yeah. I thought some crazier shit was happening. It's like an astrological event. Well, this year there was also the alignment of Jupiter and Saturn. On the, the winter solstice? Yeah, it happened on the winter solstice. I did feel weird. Yeah. I do have powers. I'm not going to tell you guys what they are because that would give you an advantage over me. But. I wouldn't like that. Because I'm out for victory because I'm a captain of capitalist culture. What? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Teresa! Literally just now, I was just talking to your mom's voice, and I apologize. (laughs) It's the calling. Yes. Oh, yeah. This episode is brought to you by the Calling IPA by Boulevard. Um, We're not sponsored, but we could be. Yeah. Um, Send us beer. Yeah, send us beer. We'll drink it. Also, these are expired. Yeah, we need uh, refund beers. Yeah, they're legitimately expired. <laughs> Are they actually? Yeah, they're they expired <laughs> that, in September. That's not on. That's not Boulevard. That's on the gas station. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, but Boulevard, holla at us though. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Are they allowed to support a local business? Just so y'all know, they taste great, even still. Yeah, it's still really. I honestly couldn't tell. And I didn't. I didn't know that until he just said it. So you know. I mean, <laughs> I didn't think it was pertinent enough. I mean, nah, I mean, I think it's best that you said it after I finished. So mm-hmm. after we all finished, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, that's that's mostly what I think of the Winter Solstice. I'm sure there is a uh, person who's really into crystals who could go into a more in depth description of it. I think it's literally just like the start of winter, and yeah, like summer summer solstice is the start of summer. Like that's when they have the dance yeah. officially start. It's the start of winter. It's the shortest day of yes. the year and. Longest? Yeah. yeah. Most sunlight, least sunlight. Yeah. I mean, it has a lot to do with different, like, um, astronomical, like, positions of where we are. Or they're, like, pagan gods or whatever that were, like, celebrated at the same time. Yeah. Cause, well, that's, like, you know, a lot of that has to do with, like, harvest, you know? Because yeah. It, yeah, like, yeah, after which you mean, yeah. Like, be, agriculturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think uh, we've strayed from the that kind of the, I guess esoteric perspective but of to me it's weird that we like still do it though I mean like it's it's only it's it's essentially the winter solstice 
like, you know, it's it was a, set to December 25th, sort of like arbitrarily, so it wasn't technically on the winter. But the winter solstice, I think, the date fluctuates some. I think it can be like the 21st, 22nd, or 23rd or something. I might be totally wrong. I that. think it's genetic. Like that's I to me I'm like there's something interesting about the fact that we still are doing it low key we're we're saying we're doing it for a different reason and there's different aesthetics draped around it we still have an appendix we uh <laughs> that's true um yeah, it says it's about December twenty second. Yeah, I think it. I think it has some in the leeway. northern hemisphere. The, yes, in the southern hemisphere, it's like June twenty first. I always think is super. Well, weird. yeah, because right now it's it, right now it's hot in Australia. Yeah, that's so tight. They barbecue for Christmas. That's so I, awesome. Uh, send me some gator. I guess <laughs> some fried gator, some gator jerky, some uh, gator some barbecue kangaroo like chicken. Send me uh, what's that? What's that uh, but weird game stuff that they eat? Bro, this is a... Oh, you're talking about New Zealand. Vegemite? Vegemite. That's yeah. that's that's New Zealand. It's not Australian. They probably... Is that racist? That if you I live in Australia, let me know place. if you guys eat Vegemite. Uh, they would be really offended, but then they would say Missouri and Kansas are the same, so fuck them. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> I just started accepting wine dyes. Like, y'all cool. I fuck with y'all. <laughs> I do fuck with y'all, but, like, before, it was like I knew some ratchet people from... the from the dot you know can't fuck with them again cause like you know fuck dot alright <laughs> what's the what's the next question <laughs> <laughs> no but okay I don't know I, I think we we kind of talked about that earlier but I just I think it's interesting that we are still kind of doing it yeah. we really still are and same with Easter it's like Yes, it is totally through this, like, uh, Christian iconography, but, like, mm-hmm. we're still celebrating the vernal equinox. Dude. Although Easter is not quite the same because Easter actually floats around a decent amount. Do you think people think as in-depth about these holidays as, as we do? I, I guess maybe not, but, like, do people ask these questions? I think you would be surprised how often people ask these moments in solitude from yeah. time to time and never verbalize it. I wonder if my if my auntie be like, yo, well, I'm still doing Easter for these niggas. Mm, it depends. Because I think some people, it just depends on their beliefs and stuff. Because, like, I think... Well, Easter is very a very Christian holiday. So yeah, and, and Easter... Easter doesn't even quite as neatly line up with the, with the vernal equinox because uh, I don't really know why, but the date of Easter itself fluctuates a decent amount because sometimes it can be in April, sometimes it can be in March. I never right? really paid attention. Yeah, I, I, yeah, Easter, thought, yeah. I thought Easter was April. I think it can be in March. Dude, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it's been in March some years and like yeah. the end of March. And Just like how like certain March... Birthdays or Tauruses, right? Maybe not. Uh, I don't. Know. I, I don't know. I know like my area of the astrological calendar. And that's like I don't know the other ones. Just know I got horns. Okay, then I'll move on. Um, <laughs> but okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with what you're saying though about that one. I think it's. I think. I think mostly it's because it's viewed through like a Western Christian lens right now that it still goes on because yeah. well, but I mean I can't Western Christian really just means like capitalistic Christian <laughs> yeah because in uh, my head personally because it's just like the good parts are like sold to you as yes. opposed to just given to you the way that like the actual holiday like in like the idea of the holiday mm-hmm. like insinuates Cause it's like you don't need uh, to be so you know all these commercials to be sold about like hey you should be I think it's interesting even like chronologically that like after Thanksgiving comes Christmas it's like after being thankful for what you have it's about giving up what you have to the next like Mm -hmm. the next thing or giving up you know thinking of others and giving other people something to be appreciative of. So, like, 
that part, uh, uh, they like take that idea to like tug on people's heartstrings, but then they like be like, so in order to make, in order you know to be a good dad or a good mom or yes. whatever, whatever you know, what I'm saying to show that you actually give a fuck about your children or give a fuck about your niece and nephew or whatever, buy them this expensive thing. Yes. It just gets flipped. It's so funny how like you can easily taint that because it that's not you know I'm saying like a large jump to do. You just gotta mm-hmm. be like, oh yeah, I mean, this whole event is about loving and caring and being you know selfless love. How are you not? And then you know in our society we've defined what that looks like to some degree is like all yes. right, spending money. So it's like you didn't spend no money, bro. You just fucking you did. You obviously don't care. <laughs> like, that's what that must mean. So, like, yeah, it's like, it's an interesting little thing, uh, 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 the way we've, like, took it and flipped it. But at the same time, then, I, like, I don't know when Christmas... I mean, I guess if we look back at the history of Christmas, there was, like, a literal St. Nicholas dude who just, like, gave toys to, like, or mm-hmm. gave, like, gifts of some sort to, like, that's children in, in his town. And people were like, fucks with you. Which is, like, that's a cool, like, origin story for the... Absolutely. Well, and it is this fascinating amalgam of, like, well, there's, like, the Jesus stuff, but then there's the Santa stuff, mm-hmm. which is, like, totally separate, but not really, because yeah. if he is a saint, yeah, you know... Yeah, he was, yeah, he was, like, a part of the church. But even then, it's, like, I, I don't know, when I think about it, it's, like, there's a couple of different things going on, because there's the, obviously, like the way that consumerism is so intricately tied in with a sense of self in like living in the sort of like late capitalist condition we do. Cause a lot of it is like, Oh, what I buy, what I consume, what I wear, these are all signifiers about like who I am. So that then gets tied in with Christmas and like, Oh, what I buy others, and what I allow them to consume through my purchase says something about how I perceive them and how I want our relationship to be like perceived, collect, you know, between the two of us. Mm-hmm. So it ends up like kind of breaching into that too. Um, but I, I think there's also this just really interesting, like, uh, uh, I don't know what term I want to use for it, but this like total, I don't know. When I look at like, when I look at Santa now in 2020, there is this like simulacra thing going on where it is like, he's sort of a copy of a copy of a copy. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. St. Nick, but like how many people even really know that story Intimately, I just kind of vaguely know, like, oh yeah, there's, I think a, saint. there's a certain generation. I'm like looking and, at it right and now, and it's like then there's then that song at some point became Coca Cola Santa, right? And like and now it, it's like the, with the black boots and the red fit, and the yeah, red like this the signifier just keeps getting kind of like more and more extra- extracted like, as like, it moves forward. He's got the beard, you know, Coca. Look at my man, Coca Cola Santa is still way harder though. See, St. Nicholas, yeah. So yeah, I He mean, looks pretty awesome, but he says, definitely looks like a saint. Yeah, it, def- it says St. Nicholas of, My- of Myra also was known it's, as Nicholas of Bari and was an early Christian bishop of Greek descent from the maritime city of Myra in Asia Minor. There you go. Hey, guys. Santa's Asian, just so you know. I'm not covering the truth. I guess it says modern day. It was like modern day Turkey. So he's like Turkish. It's like because Asia Minor. Yet another brown man. Right. Erased from history. Facts. Santa's during and during the time of the Roman Empire. Because of the many miracles attributed to his intercession. Jesus is black and Santa's brown. (laughs) Facts. Uh, uh, he is also known as Nicholas the Wonder Worker. Saint Nicholas is the patron saint of sailors, merchants, archers, repentant thieves, prostitutes, children, Hold brewers, pawnbrokers, unmarried people, and students in various cities and countries around. This is what they've stolen from you. It's like Coca Cola Santa has replaced a much cooler Santa who is 
I'm sorry, the patron saint of archery and prostitutes? That's what I'm saying. Things? Archeries, prostitutes, children, brewers, pawnbrokers, and unmarried people. That is Christmas. I'm saying. That is, like, I need more of that. His reputation evolved among the faithful as was common for early Christian saints and his legendary habit of secret gift-giving gave rise to the traditional model of Santa Claus. So he used to... So Santa wasn't... It was always secret Santa before. Which I think is better. He secretly gave gifts to people and didn't have, like, his name be out there. Like, I'm the gift-giving nigga. I think that... How cool would Christmas be if you got your gifts and all you knew was that they were for you? You had no idea who they were from, first of all. And, like, I don't know. I feel like there's been way more... to grow an appreciation for the universe. Yes, exactly. It gives you this way more just, like, general, like, trust to, like, in, like, a subject of the relationship. But it's also, like... I've seen like rise of like you know just kind of saying like all right what do you want for Christmas and then you just like get the person whatever they ask for and it's like the unknowing and the spontaneity is a massive part of the process that's why we wrap it it's a mystery uh-huh. you're not supposed to know yeah and half the gift is the fact that you don't get to find out until Christmas but I just feel like people it's just like it all of that it. is slowly dissolving. Makes it easier to like. It gives you no one to hate if you if you're an ungrateful person. Yeah. Cause like I've learned to be grateful because I haven't always gotten what I asked for. You know. I feel like that's almost like squeezed out of us. Like especially right now when things are like so constrained and so dire. And maybe this ties back into what I was saying about why I feel like it happens in winter. But it's just like, you need a reminder every once in a while. Like that's not how it's supposed to be. Yeah. You're not like you. You like any help is good help as long as it is truly helpful. And like, I don't know. I feel like that ties more into like what people should really be thinking about around this time of year, especially if they are trying to like genuinely celebrate and connect to this sort of like more general shared experience that we've been doing for a long time. Yeah. Overall, yeah I mean, a I would long say time. I, I fuck with Christmas. I fuck with a holiday. I do too. Like, I think at one point, you know what I'm saying, there was definitely a, a point in me where I was like, fuck Christmas, fuck Valentine's Day, fuck Thanksgiving. This is all capitalist lies yes. that were meant to be. But then, then you gotta push through that. Yeah, well then, yeah, then you just gotta be like, but bro, isn't it cool to have, like, thing is, they sold the... The lie, quote unquote, the lie of it is not that, like, that's not what matters. It's the lie is that, like, the lies are coming from people. The lies coming from corporations that, like, they mean it or, like, yes. they're saying that to you. They're like, oh, of course you're going to shop at Walmart if you love your family. And it's like, shut up, Walmart. Like, you don't, yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, you don't know up, bro. me. You don't, yeah, bro, I'll love my family if I'm shopping at Kroger or wherever the fuck. Like, nigga, fuck you. Mm-hmm. But, so, I mean, not but, but, like, so, that idea of, like, having days set aside that, like, you know, we're just, like, we're gonna make this a day. A day where I celebrate my totally family agree. or I celebrate my, the things I'm happy to have attained in my life or, or that I've experienced this year. Uh, that's dope. Yeah. That's super spiritual. Completely like, regardless agree. of if you're religious or not, like, just, like, just emotionally and mentally, like, like being like, yeah, bro, this is... And, and just healthy, too. I think yes. it's just healthy. It's like, bro, if you don't do this any time, uh, any other time during the year, if you don't reflect on what you're grateful for about at it, least at least you it have this one, day. Yeah. At least you got this day where you reflect on the things you're grateful for, where you, uh, where you reflect and act out sacrifice and, and think about what, what like, I think holidays are dope because I think um, holidays are, are, are cool things to use as springboards for uh, discussion on, like, concepts. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. we, because, cause, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, holidays are very conceptual like mm-hmm. what you celebrate 
during a holiday is usually the con- like a concept. Like even your birthday is like we're celebrating like the start of you, like your genesis. I've been like, thinking about that one. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like we're not because I mean like we're not celebrating your literal birthday again because you were only born on one day. Like, yes, you were born. I was born July seventeenth. 1995, mm-hmm. not July 17th, 2020. I wasn't born then. Like, but we're celebrating that it's like, it's symbolic. That day is a good day since something memorable happened on it. <laughs> we want you to be count. like, hey, remember? You remember? Like, your origin was then, bro. That was when you started. And the same thing with, like, yeah, Christmas and Thanksgiving and Halloween and the Day of the Dead and all other holidays worldwide. Like, that's why I think it's cool. Like, not just like national holidays, but when you look at it like national like holidays in other nations you'd be yes. like oh like what what do you celebrate like that's an interesting thing i think is super cool is like dang there's a day of the dead in mexico y'all have a different relationship to the dead y'all celebrate that mm-hmm. in that way like that's really tight you know what i'm saying like i guess you're was it in europe that christmas started or was it somewhere else was it like was it another thing you know what i mean you know they take things like well, said, it's taking all the stuff away greece from the brown folk for saint nicholas i guess oh yeah he was like we, yeah yeah, yeah that's like europe so, yeah. turkey's in the eu so i guess some yeah. people would argue that's europe eurasia whatever it yeah. was in that time i don't know but yeah like all those different things like are right, you have this relation to like gratitude you have this relation like you know what i'm saying and feel the need to express it you know what i'm saying and i'm sure there's plenty of other ones in like asian cultures that i'm just less aware of you know total digression but i know some shinto holiday where they like cut down a tree and build this temple and then like come back and burn it down and do it again and it's yeah. like about this reverse. even it's like amazing. burning man or some shit like all the different yeah. things that we come because because that's all holidays are it's just like humans like taking things like just deciding that something is worth celebrating like Absolutely. people are just like let's celebrate it and I think it's let's celebrate so it. like, cool. let's celebrate gratitude that's why I have donut like international donut day and, and weird shit like that even though like not everybody like acknowledges it but like they're on some calendars or like Twitter at least will remind you and be like, hey guys, it's international like best friends day. Like just cause, cause we want to celebrate the idea of best friends and that's cool, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm, f- I fuck with the idea, ideas of ca- of Christmas for sure. I think it's just like after that, it just becomes a, what humans do with it is just yeah. always subject to like, yeah. It, it, it gets consumed by whatever our current modes of production exactly. and things are. Exactly what you're saying, yeah. Okay. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it up. I think this was a good one. This was a good laid-back episode. I've never just, like, talked about Christmas like this before. So this is kind of cool. <laughs> uh, now I feel like I'll be appreciating it more now. I'm going to be paying less attention to the bullshit and, more, like, really trying to focus on, like, what's really there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm curious to see how my Christmas goes this year because... Man, it's weird. It's been this this week is more stressful than Thanksgiving was. Like I was already leery about Thanksgiving, but now Christmas is like, yo, I don't know. I just don't know, man. Well, that, that's, like that. I, that hopefully it's good. It on a morbid note, but like, no, nah, you're good. No, nah, yeah, I hope it's good, bro. I hope you're good because I'm I'm a, I'm gonna try to do the same thing you said, Nate. Cause yeah. I'm try to like because I think I let that in the past. I don't know what at what point it started, but like after a certain point, when it when Christmas stopped feeling like magic, it just didn't feel like that for a long time. And I was like, man, I really need like I used to really enjoy how magical Christmas felt like, and I'm like, I need that to come back. But I feel like it's coming back for me, and uh, part of that has to do with having having my community garden, having my community. There's a lot of Christmas trees in the community garden. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode, and we will catch you next time. We love you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. In the garden, baby. At Boulevard, we want gifts if y'all can do it. (laughs) Please.